You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. 30% of my adult and pediatric patients are gaining weight during this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, they're all having trouble controlling their cravings, cravings for more sugar, alcohol, fried food, junk food. And much of this is due to stressed eating. At least I think that's the case. You know, today on Women's for Life, we have Julia Ross, a psychotherapist and a world leader in the use of nutritional therapy for the treatment of mood problems, eating disorders, and addiction. She's the best-selling author of The Craving Cure, The Diet Cure, and The Mood Cure. Welcome, Julia. Thanks, Suzanne. I'm glad to be with you. Yes. So is stress the reason why we are craving more junk food now more than ever? Well, it's one of the big reasons, uh, but depression is another. Those two together uh, are combining to drive probably the majority of Americans into worse eating habits than they had to begin with. And we were already overeating junk food, you know, enormously, really progressively since the 1970s. That's become almost the, the basis of our entire diet. So to have that increased by at least 50%, which it seems to be the case now, really indicates some emotional trauma um, resulting from the fear of the disease and the frustrations and privations and abuse that may be going on, you know, in shelter. So what I can add to the wonderful services that are being provided online, you know, the Zoom counseling that's uh, increased tremendously um, since COVID began, you know, I'm very happy to be here with you uh, who understand that the nutritional aspects of our mood uh, and our cravings for junk foods uh, or alcohol or opiates, all of this, all of the addictive substances that, that we're using much more now uh, since this uh, pandemic began. Um, very glad to be able to, to look at it from a different point of view that people can actually um, address quickly uh, and get some relief from uh, quickly. Right, right. You know, so what? obviously uh, we talk about it a lot here on Wellness for Life, looking at what types of foods, what type of anti-inflammatory foods, what to go off of, junk food we're talking about, processed sugar, fat, fried food, I mean fried, um, deli meats filled with chemicals, non uh, non non organic. Obviously, we always want more organic. You know, the biggest concern now with COVID is that the comorbidities, meaning like other diseases that that people um, already have, that's that, that puts you at risk to get COVID, such as diabetes. It's all on the rise. You know, isn't this all making us? It more is on the rise, and it is. It's it's not because people don't know what you're saying is true. They do know, and they've known for a long time, that the reason that the obesity rate and the diabetes rate have been progressively increasing, and in all age groups, um, and much faster increases now, is, you know, it's not because of ignorance. They know that they shouldn't be eating it. They don't want to eat this kind of food, the majority. Um, 
of people who are struggling with this problem. Um, but the brain, their brain, their own brain chemistry is their biggest enemy here, and they don't even know it. Like a secret en- en- enemy uh, lodging in their brains, controlling their appetite, and keeping them away from healthy foods, which does not stimulate craving. It's only processed foods that are strictly designed to create these addictive responses in the brain that are keeping people really imprisoned in these deadly eating habits. Um, So if our primary enemy is a biochemical one that is generated in the brain, sounds very serious. Can we possibly do anything about it? Well, it turns out that in order to eat the healthy foods that you're talking about and that most people really want to be eating and that we all ate uh, regularly, uh, almost exclusively before 1970, uh, when our moods and our weights were in, were entirely normal, um, we can uh, only alter that brain chemistry that's been under the influence of junk food now for some time by using concentrates of the nutrients that the brain needs in order to turn its normal mood and its normal appetite back on. And it turns out that's a lot simpler a process than most people can even imagine. I happen to have stumbled on it in my work in addiction in the mid-1980s and have been just staggered by the quick response you know, these are nutrients that are available commonly in any health health food venue. Um, they don't need to be taken permanently. So short-term targeted nutrition of these pleasure-generating brain sites returns us to our actual normal native uh, appetite and our, you know, our, our desire for, for healthful food. Thank you. Thank you. What I'm hearing, of course, is that we are all, I can't say we, but a lot of people who are having junk food and these cravings, they're malnourished. There's nutrient uh, uh, deficiencies. That's what I'm hearing exactly. Major right? nutrient deficiencies. Great. Yeah, as a matter, there was a huge international study just analyzing the contents of a typical junk food day in the life of a typical American. And they found that there were 60% of the calories in that day of you know almost entirely junk food consumption were, were 60% were nutrient void. In other words, there were no nutrients except calories in 60% of the candy bars, the chips, you know, uh, the pretzels, and so forth that people were consuming. Um, so that brought by itself makes it terribly clear that we're experiencing mass malnutrition. So what what we've found to be the key nutrient that people are under eating is protein. Um, because everything in the body, including the bones, and particularly the brain chemistry, is made out of protein. So when you're craving carbohydrates, sweets, and starches, you're just not interested in protein. And when you're already eating thousands of calories of sweets and starches, to add something that you're not even interested in seems like a waste of, of calories to most people. 
Um, but what we're experiencing are these protein malnutrition conditions that that lead us to craving and and negative moods. The protein, I mean, I think the reason why junk food is devoid of protein, because animal meat, proteins, vegetable protein, these are expensive to add. You know, it's a money thing. It costs money, um, obviously. And uh, so with that being said, and you mentioned that we need protein, do vegetarian proteins work as well as animal protein? They don't. um, But... If people were eating, let's say, uh, traditional uh, vegetarian protein sources like beans a lot, um, a third of bean, uh, you know, pretty much any bean, is protein. Two-thirds is carb. But still, there's substantial protein in there if they were having nuts in addition. Um, But they'd have to be, and of course, if they were having any kind of milk products, uh, that would give them animal protein in addition. But uh, let's just say they were having, you know, rice has has a little protein. Um, Beans are a third protein. Nuts and seeds are, you know, about the same, about a third protein. They could accumulate enough, and and they have, you know, uh, in in cultures uh, all over the world um, to get by. But they're not eating those kinds of of foods. Um, So, it's not really the cost. Um, people with tons of money are subsisting on cheap candy bars, you know, and um, noodles, you know, their their chips. Uh, so it's not so much an, um, a financial issue as a brain chemistry generated aberrant craving for you know, literally drugs. These are these foods have been very carefully designed to have drug-like effects on the brain, and there's lots and lots of research confirming that those effects are exactly the same as the kinds of effects that alcohol, uh, which you know the use of alcohol is is way up now too, uh, that, that alcohol provides, um, and that other addictive substances provide. So we know which parts of the brain our junk food diet is programming to uh, cause us to crave and return again and again to junk foods. Uh, So the question is, how do we nourish those parts of the brain so that they can start sending out normal messages, you know, ordering us to have healthy food? Um, We were born with great instincts for food, Um, but drugs can override any of our instincts, unfortunately. And these kinds of foods are drug foods. I, in my book, The Craving Cure, I call them techno-carbs. They're really carbs that are created to have a drug-like effect on the brain. And as an, an, yeah. an specialist for so long, I recognize the symptoms. These are, you know, these are not irrational people. They're not over-traumatized people you know, with a long history of trauma. They just want these foods. And uh, everything that they try, you know, primarily, you know, locale diet makes it worse because it makes the malnutrition worse. Um, and uh, healthy diets are just beyond them. You know, they just can't stick with them. So we have to go outside of willpower, outside of education, you know, healthful food education, literally going into the brain with, with targeted nutrients and turning off 
the cravings for these drugs. And we can these uh, nutritional techniques were developed originally for for cocaine addiction in the 1980s, and that's where I found them. You know, we were having 100% relapse, pretty much like with with the junk food eaters that come to us now, um, and with both classes of addiction, you know, cocaine addiction, junk food addiction, we now have over 80% success. We can turn off the cravings, which then allows them to make a decision, I'm going to eat healthful food. I've wanted to all this time. Only they can stick with it. Can you uh, tell us, uh, the, you know, cocaine addiction and junk food addiction, uh, cocaine is like the dopamine receptors. Is junk food also uh, affect the dopamine receptors? Definitely. Uh, in fact, uh, junk food um, affects even more of the uh, pleasure centers beyond dopamine. So in, in terms of uh, the kinds of pe- things that people complain of, we, we know that their primary concern is that they have no endorphin. They get no pleasure out of anything except junk food. So we've got endorphin deficiency. We've got dopamine deficiency. We have GABA deficiency, and especially under stress, GABA is our natural tranquilizer. When we run out of that because we're not eating properly, then we turn to food of, you know, for stress relief. And if we raise our levels of GABA, which is the easiest thing to do um, nutritionally, we relax. The brain sends out messages, you don't need to overeat now. You're not stressed. You're handling the stress well with your own natural tools. So just so that everyone knows, endorphins are uh, peptides that are produced in our body, nervous system. It helps us control our pain and gives us a feeling of of that high, that runner's high. Um, endorphins, GABA is GABA is gamma aminobutyric acid. That's another peptide. And then dopamine is also an amino acid derivative, or I should say um, a uh, neurotransmitter produced from um, amino acids. Now, all of them come from protein. And that's the reason why Julia is saying we need to eat more protein. And um, yes, vegans, at least in my patients, you know, with vegans, what I do is I give them amino acid supplements. Super 8 aminos is what I use, but it's a, it's a um, one where it has all the different essential eight aminos. But when you say targeted nutrients therapy, Julia, targeted means you're using specific amino acids for neurotransmitter and brain chemical um, activation and production, correct? Yes. Uh, but but having a good quality free form amino acid blend uh, is a is a very simple place to start because that gives you the building blocks of all of the neurotransmitters. Now you would know very quickly, you know, within a few days whether that was going to stop all of your cravings. If not, then you'd need to individualize. And um, for people who are interested in this, they can go to thecravingcure.com website and take the questionnaire, which is divided up into five sections. Are you dopamine deficient? Are you endorphin deficient? Are you GABA deficient? Um, And uh, are you serotonin deficient? You know, if you're uh, depressed, irritable, worried, um, you are very likely to have serotonin deficiency as well as some of the others. So um, finally, um, are you eating so poorly 
that you are suffering from hypoglycemia. So in addition to your pleasure chemistry crashing, you also have blood sugar crashes that really create an emergency in the brain. You know, it sends out emergency signals, you know, eat processed carbs immediately. So all five of these uh, problem areas can be corrected with a single amino acid. And when you see the symptoms for the deficiencies of the five uh, problem areas um, in the brain that are supposed to be generating normal appetite, uh, then you know which amino acid, individual amino acid to try. And once you take the individual amino acid targeted to your brain deficiency symptoms, you feel the effects within five minutes typically. So this is not something where you have to wait and wait and wait and meanwhile continue to eat junk food. This is, you know, we're so blessed to have this technology, this nutritional technology that allows us to very quickly and simply uh, correct our own appetite chemistry. Great. Thank you. With my patients, a lot of the times they say that they can't calm down at nighttime. Uh, during the day, they're stressed, they're working, they have children in the house and and I'm talking about parents, of course, and, and they are just really spent. Um, their nervous system is jacked up. They have difficult time calming down. I love to use a formula that has a combination of GABA and L-theanine to calm their uh, body down. And I even use a formula that's a single amino acid, glycine, to turn the mind off. It's that mind chatter, and it will help you go to sleep. Um, what other... Uh, other targeted aminos do you utilize to help people with that evening anxiety? When anxiety, um, worry, um, irritability, uh, and carb cravings increase in the evenings, which is a typical pattern, that is a major indication that the serotonin generating part of your brain isn't operating. So serotonin is made most generously during the day. Sunlight stimulates it as well as the uh, amino acids, tryptophan and uh, a couple of forms of tryptophan uh, that are proteins that create serotonin in the brain. But at night, you don't have the sunlight stimulating it. You may not have eaten much protein during the day. And so the nighttime release of this sunny, optimistic, humorous, very positive thinking chemical um, just isn't being produced in adequate amounts. Um, And the final topper on this is that if we don't have enough serotonin in the system in the evening, it can't convert into melatonin, which is our primary sleep chemical. So then our sleep cycles get thrown off. Maybe we can't get to sleep. Maybe we wake up too early in the middle of the night. Um, So we recommend that uh, that people start with the easiest uh, of these amino acids to find, and that's uh, an amino acid called 5-HTP, which is a form of tryptophan. Um, you can also find tryptophan itself, which is a little bit more calming even. Uh, and of course, uh, melatonin is always available, but that's not going to help with mood. That's going to help you get to sleep. But to get that positive mood going at night and to reduce the anxiety, in addition to something like the GABA theanine product you're talking about, 
um, adding a tryptophan product is just about guaranteed uh, to relieve that discomfort at night. Thank you. That's great. Yes, tryptophan. You know, I find that people are very, they have different ranges of sensitivity. Meaning what I mean by that is that you got to start slow. Uh, don't go out there and just take thousands at a time. You really do need to start oh, at no. a low level, right? Right. You want to start children, if you know, uh, teens at a half dose. You know, um, adults at the very lowest dose that's available uh, for tryptophan, um, for example, it's 500 milligrams. For 5-HTP, it's 50 milligrams. Um, so start at the bottom, and we ha- we have people open up the capsule in a little bit of water and then swish it around in their mouth because it gets to the brain faster and you get the instant feedback. Well, was 50 milligrams of 5-HTP enough? In five minutes, you should know because you should start feeling positive. Uh, it should be hard for you to get edgy and irritable. Um, and if not, if you're not feeling anything, then then it's good to go up, the, but only the next notch. Not take five times that. Take twice that. So you'll next time you try it, you'll take two instead of one. And that way you can very safely and very quickly identify your own optimal dose. Fantastic. Thanks for that. Um, Julia, are there any specific foods that promote serotonin production that we might want to start eating more in the late afternoon and into dinner? Really, the only food that contains significant amounts of um, of tryptophan uh, is animal protein. Um, vegetable sources have a little bit, but um, that's the problem with vegetable sources of protein. There's a little bit of a lot of, of the um, amino acids or protein fragments that we need, but very little of each. So animal protein is really our best source and to be eating it from morning and lunch and dinner so that we we start building up our levels. This is an amino acid that's hard to get. So without eating adequate protein, it's just about impossible to do. Um, And it's one of the reasons, I don't know if you want me to go into this, but it's one of the reasons that people are drawn to carbohydrates at night. Because when you eat carbs, insulin is released. And insulin rakes out all of the competing amino acids and leaves whatever tryptophan is available in your bloodstream from the food you've eaten that day uh, free to enter the brain and create temporarily a little more serotonin. That is not the way we want to do it. We want to actually give you more tryptophan so that you don't have to you know, go uh, resort to this um, high-carb relief process that most people are using at night now. Mm, so good. That's so good. Oh, wow. You get, got, gave us a, such great information. There's so much that we can talk about. We just touched the little surface here, Julia. Where can we find more information about you and your website so that people can start asking questions? You know, how can I start to manage my cravings, my anxieties? And, and start to feel better and enjoy life. Well, there's a unified website. It's called juliarosscures.com, and it's got the questionnaires for the craving types. It's got another set of questionnaires for mood types, um, and the mood cure uh, really is uh, the place to go if 
alcohol and drugs are what you're resorting to uh, in addition to you know is stress is is depression are they becoming overwhelming um because whatever the the addictive substance we go to because of of mood problems the nutritional solutions are imperative you know they're they're really fundamental and they really work julia ross r o s s cures.com great information i can't wait to go and check it out and and i want to do that five uh, uh personalities uh i guess uh, neurotransmitter personalities i can't wait to take a look at that myself thank you so much good <laughs> you're welcome thank you all okay. the best bye-bye awesome you do Oh, wow. Great information. I know, I know this is so interesting because we can change our behavior. We can change our, our focusing ability. We can change even possibly your personality. So go, go to juliarosscures.com to help you out. If you haven't already, please subscribe so I can continue to do my very best here on Wellness for Life. If you need help and digging deeper, with your health issues, I work with people globally through phone and Skype consults. Go to my website, drsuzanda.com, for more information. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today, full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.